1: From the heart of the Carolinas, a voice of reason an oasis of civility and humanity. I'm
0: on a journey, the pursuit of truth, not just facts to fill the head, but also life-changing power to change hearts and transform minds. A journey of relationship, to connect to people of goodwill everywhere, to build upon civil society, to transcend tribal divisions with timeless values and love. A growing coalition of choice, not coercion. Are you with me? This is the Vince Radio program. And good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. Hope all is well in your world. Are you having fun yet with our ongoing economic issues? Yesterday, we played some audio from the president, basically saying, you know, we have it pretty good here in this country, right? It's the other countries that are struggling And that, in turn, is why it's causing problems back here. (laughs) So the fantasy continues. I want to give you a little bit of a panoramic view of what is happening. Not just here, but really around the country. Because I really do believe that the fate of the country is at stake. This is not an exaggeration or hyperbole. I do believe We cannot afford to go another couple of years like this with a president, with an administration, with a party that is determined to stifle economic growth, determined to stifle energy development in our own country. These are things that cannot be allowed to continue. Yesterday, I think we shared with you one poll indicating what is going on. In terms of the priorities of the American people, the priorities are very clear. People are most concerned about the economy. You're going to get some snippets of what's going on around the country. One of them, we're going to give you a picture of what's going on with polling. And the polling is all indicating a singular message. Everything is coalescing around a singular message. It's the economy. What you also see is and (laughs) here is some of the desperation. One of the things the Democrat Party is very good at is panic. Scaring people. Which is why. Which is why this is the party connected to the Klan. They terrorized my forefathers. And the goal was to keep them from voting because they knew they would vote for Republicans. But their tactics have not changed. It's still fear, fear, fear. It's all they offer. Scare the daylights out of people. And now it scare the daylights out of women. Because they hope that women who are only preoccupied with their uterus will show up at the polls... And make a difference on election day. You're going to hear an extreme example of this. When I watched this, I was disgusted. But it's really not out of the ordinary for this political party. This is what they do. And we'll also just get a sense of what's happening across the country. With some of the interesting races That will help determine the balance of power in November. I think yesterday we told you about one poll. I think this morning we have two or three polls. And again, all communicating the same message. Republicans are trying to take back the House and the Senate. The poll shows GOP-aligned candidates have had the upper hand in multiple polls. When the respondents were asked who they would vote for in this year's congressional elections... New York Times Siena College poll Republican forty nine percent Democrat forty five Don't know refused six percent The Trafaglar Group They are looking for Wow forty eight percent to forty two percent Undecided 8.9, CBS News, YouGov, 47, 45, Republican-Democrat. Rasmussen Reports, Republican-48, Democrat-41, undecided 7, Harvard-Harris Poll, 53%, Democrat-47. In the House, Republicans trying to take back the majority and unseat Nancy Pelosi from the Speakership. To do this, Republicans just need to net five seats. That's it. In 2018, the Democrats took the House from the Republicans in 2020. After striving to win back the House, Republicans left the Democrats with the slimmest majority in modern history. Gave them the, the upper hand in the midterms. However, the Republicans held the Senate until 2020. Right now, it's divided 50-50 between the parties with Kamala Harris, the vice president, as the tie-breaking vote for the left. The agenda for the Republican Party, the Senate Republicans have to hold seats in states like Ohio and Pennsylvania, and net at least one seat to put the GOP back on the majority. And the goal, of course, is to prevent the advance of President Joe Biden's agenda. This to me is not about partisanship. This is about the country, the future of the country, because we cannot have a continuation of these destructive policies. So I want to make this very clear, and some of you may be Annoyed because I've said this over and over how important it is that there is a change. And I'm saying this not as a partisan. I'm saying this as somebody who takes very seriously what is happening in our country. On the text line, Vince, people do understand libertarian is an option as well, right? Right. Really? This texture says, please don't give us a whole two hours of panic porn today. <laughs> I would hope you would not get that here. Those who didn't vote for Trump shouldn't complain. You got to get off that. I'm just telling you. If, you're gonna, if that is your message, I hope you aren't talking to people like this. It's all your fault. You got to give people some room some space to make a change and they will make a change Especially if it's in their self-interest We already showed you we talked about polls yesterday indicating independence They're not liking what they're seeing at all So don't screw this up by running off your mouth. Sometimes the best thing that can be said is nothing let the facts let the horrible economy speak for itself and let's not distract people away from what really matters. How is that? This text saying, Vince, if making Roe versus Wade a federal law is so important to Democrats, why don't they just do it now? Why do they claim we have to vote for them to make it happen? They're already in power. They have Congress, the Oval Office, and according to Biden, the Supreme Court, they can do whatever they want. <laughs> They're not going to touch that one. Coming up, the latest fear tactic Democrat Party employing. This one is going to blow your mind. It's coming up straight ahead. on the text line. There's nothing wrong with calling out people who were upset that Trump said a bad word and decided they would ruin the economy and destroy our dollar because they were offended by it. The truth is truth it didn't matter at all. Trump won in a landslide. The election was stolen from him. Republicans were fine with it and had no will to fight it because Trump said a bad word. Really? I, you, I'm serious. This particular texture, you're profoundly delusional. A bad word? Really? (laughs) I'm not sure which universe you are in right now. I'm really not. Most important part is everyone votes. Remembering January 6th, 2021. 36,000 point Dow Jones Industrial Average. World peace, secure borders, strong economy. Even after an international lockdown from a planned endemic. Low inflation, low inflation, two dollar, a gallon gas. Remember January 6th when you vote? <laughs> that's pretty clever. Uh, it's not just individuals running their mouths. Is this ruining? Well, that's independence, It's talk show hosts and their callers. <laughs> we all assume. We, are Democrats, don't listen. Unless the Democratic voting system is seriously compromised, we vote, we elect, we get what the majority of votes dictate. The rest is just weather and traffic reports. That's from Dean. (laughs) Okay. I'm not sure what is in the water today. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets talk line is 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I want you to listen to this. Uh, and it was my friend, Tara, who brought this to my attention this morning. I was just blown away. I, I was. <laughs> my goodness. When I listen to this, watch this. I thought, this is so disgusting. Seriously. But I want you to hear it for yourself. I want you to imagine. I want to set the table for you. No pun intended. It's a family sitting down at the dinner table. It's a man, his wife, and a child. And there's a knock on the door. It's police. Yes, this is how far the Democrat Party is going. To scare the living daylights out of people. They are trying to gen up this abortion issue. And it's really the last thing they have to cling on to. That in January 6th, they certainly can't run on the economy. But I want you to hear this commercial. This is the kind of nonsense. And this kind of crazy nonsense, it's probably going to get worse leading up to Election Day. Listen to this. Oh, I should probably clarify for... Our, uh, producer here. This is the um, Lock Her Up commercial. I mean, I, you should find it really interesting the title they gave this because you remember when this was last year's. Listen up.
1: You're weird. He is weird. But cute. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Mary Anderson? Yes?
2: I have a warrant for your arrest. Arrest for what? Penal code 243 violation. Unlawful termination of a pregnancy. You gotta be kidding me.
1: That That is my personal business. That's
2: for the courts to decide, ma'am. Your medical records have been subpoenaed and Dr. Landry's already in custody. No, my... My God, you, you, you can't just... And you will have to submit to a physical examination. What?
1: By no, no, no one's touching I one to no, no.
2: turn around. Oh Put oh your hands God.
1: behind your back.
2: Now. Why is this happening? Love you, honey
1: bear. We're just enforcing the law here. Elections have consequences. Vote Democrat on November 8th. Stop Republicans from criminalizing abortion everywhere protect women's rights and freedom.
2: Please don't do this. Please. I'm so scared. <laughs> Isn't
0: this ridiculous? I mean, it, this really takes the cake. And this is what they want you to believe. By the way, This particular video was uploaded by Eric Swalwell. You remember him? Isn't he the guy who was having the affair with a Chinese spy? Yeah, this guy, (laughs) he wants to distract again, away from himself, away from our horrible economy. And here's what he posted. MAGA Republicans want women arrested for having an abortion. This is what that looks like. Now, I can't speak for anybody else. But I have not heard a single person who is looking to arrest women for abortions. I don't know anybody like that. I know there are people who would certainly have no problem with dealing with doctors who carry out acts of murder. Yes, I said murder, because that's what it is. But I've ne- not heard a single person advocating that we go and we pick up women and arrest them from their homes. This is just pure nonsense. The most extreme opponents of abortion. I've not heard advocate anything like this. But this is where we are. This is how desperate these folks are (laughs) This is just amazing isn't it but prepare yourself folks Because this is all they've got all they've got Do not be surprised to see the worst of the worst I told you there's a channel That I've watched periodically over the week over the weekend a there, there was a commercial like this in every single block, every single block, about protecting women's rights. That's the message they're trying to hammer into people's minds right now. That is what they need. They need a big turnout of angry, terrified women. Who will vote on one issue and one issue alone. That's what they're about. I'd love to know what you think about this. Do you think this strategy will be effective at all? Do you think it will be enough? Love to get your thoughts as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. you have to be kidding you've never heard this before that's what some of the states want if a woman wants to get an abortion from another state and her state denies abortion and goes out of state that woman can be arrested and charged Vince that is a bunch of BS no I'm shaking my head some people believe in this because they're brainwashed those Democrats that put that ad may say some Democrats are pro-life So, again, some Democrats are liars. Disgusting. God help them. That's from Gigi. Crazy, isn't it? Jeff has something intriguing. I have something even more serious that can counterattack that abortion commercial. How about a commercial where parents are feeding their children insects? Because that's all they're going to have to eat. Because this climate doomsday cult is declaring war on nitrogen in the midst of food shortages. I know the idea bugs people, but it will be reality if we don't change course. Get it? Bugs people? Jeff, you're worse than I am with the puns. (laughs) Oh... Since I hope the strategy of getting people to vote on one issue, abortion, does not work, regardless of someone's opinion on abortion, this is not an issue that's as important as things like inflation, economy, etc. Getting people to vote for you for one single item is not good for this country, on either side of the political aisle. I also believe most people who want abortion recognize abortion's a one-time event, whereas the economy, it's forever. Ooh, that's very, very profound. Mm. Vince, the Democrats ignore that at least 50% of aborted babies would be women if they weren't killed in the womb. How can they claim to support women? <laughs> Gosh. I'm debating whether I should read this text. Should I read this text? Ah. Uh. I think I'll skip this for now. My goodness. So you know what's out there. I just want you to understand. This is uh, where people's minds are right now. Let's go out to the sprawling metropolis of Fort Mill and Dean. Good morning, Dean. Welcome.
1: Good morning, Vince. Hey, Vince. I was listening to that commercial, and then the more I thought about it, the more uh, the concept of it, was what really bothered me because you know everybody sort of wants what's best and everybody's taking issues but isn't the objective to change hearts and to come together and work things out and this seems to be just you know through unbridled media drawing us further apart. Do you see it like that?
0: Oh, of course. I mean, this is not at all about conversation, about coming to consensus. This is about scaring the living daylights out of you. That's what it's about.
2: But, but it isn't, you know, I mean, they
1: do it with guns. They do it with the abortion. They do it with everything now. Isn't it just sort of like, is it, uh, I don't know, maybe it was never in control, but it just seems to be um, so much more unbridled or
0: something Uh, that's that's a good way to describe it uh dean very good description uh the gloves are off and they're doing anything and everything the goal is to scare people to the polls and in this case scare women to the polls to make sure these politicians keep their hands off my uterus (laughs) it's crazy folks i believe we have denise is that correct out of columbia good morning and welcome
2: good morning uh when i called in i you were talking about um the vote and so i wanted to and you know the 2020 election being stolen um what i wanted to say was that i think the the we are now walking away from the secret ballot and the secret ballot is what creates vote integrity um Look, this up. back in the late eighteen hundreds, up to then, uh, there was no secret ballot. You went to the to the town square and you put your hand up in full view of everyone on how you were going to vote. And so that was determined to be kind of a, a of a bad idea that needed some some reform. And so we started the concept in the country for the first time in the late eighteen hundreds uh, of a secret ballot. And what mail-in ballots are doing is they are undermining that. Vote harvesting. You know, I have a son who has three college-age children. It is quite possible that college-age children without 20 or 30 or 40 years of practical life experience under their belt might be inclined to vote Democrat. But with vote harvesting, he can make sure that all of his family members vote the way he wants them to by vote harvesting. And that's allowable. And also, you can do this in a housing project or a nursing home. So this whole concept that started in 2020, because of the pandemic and people supposedly not being safe and going out to vote in person, we started in ballots like crazy. Now, if you can stand over somebody with whatever financial leverage you have over them or or. You know, bribes or just leverage, and 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 you alone can can determine the vote of twenty or thirty or forty people, whose votes you carry in in their mail-in ballots as you vote harvest them, and deliver them to a to a uh, a box, a ballot box. Uh, this is the worst of the worst of the worst. I don't know that the Dominion voting machines were co-opted by Italians or Martians. I don't know that the Democrats brought in baskets of votes and stuck them under the table, but I do know that vote harvesting and the mail-in ballot is going to destroy uh, the secrecy of the the vote. We don't even allow people to go into a voting line and hand out bottles of water. We don't allow politicians to get within 40 feet of a voter standing in line. But now, through mail-in ballots, you can do all manner of things to swing a vote in one direction. Yep, and I think all,
0: kinds one party, of, all kinds of party, all kinds of mischief.
2: Most likely to do that. I, I hear getting started because this only started in twenty twenty. Can you imagine by twenty thirty or twenty forty how well oiled that machine will be?
0: This is uh, this is one of the concerns I've had for quite some time. I very much appreciate your call. You know. We've moved far away from the simplicity of just having an election day, you show up on election day, and you vote. And the same thing with even absentee ballots. You turn in your, or send in your absentee ballot, case closed. Now we've got these organizations, they're aggressively going out and getting people registered to vote, getting people's votes. And... It's, it's just really made this entire process messy, unnecessarily. Coming up, we'll talk more about the upcoming elections, give you a, a little bit of a view of what's happening around the country, and you'll be amused by some of the things that you hear as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us. You know, that commercial got people stirred up, the one about the woman who was sitting at the table with her family, and police come to arrest her for getting an abortion. Let's go out to a call from Jimmy out of Union County this morning. Good morning. Welcome, Jimmy.
1: Hey there, uh, Vince. Imagine a commercial where you got uh, three crossdresses at the door knocking on your door with uh with a police detail coming to get your son and pulling him out and uh, taking him to get uh, transsexual uh, surgery. And the boy hollers, I don't want to be a girl.
0: (sighs) Oh, my goodness.
1: That commercial is just
2: silly. uh,
0: That's pretty scary as well, Jimmy. Uh, Thanks for uh, terrifying us with that image. (laughs) I mean, uh, we at least... With and the only problem with your example is we've got willing young people who are interested in the possibility of changing their gender if such a thing could actually happen. But I understand where you're going with that. So we're talking about what is happening across the country. One of the big issues is immigration. One person I would love to see In the U.S. Senate, very promising candidate, J.D. Vance, who's running against Tim Ryan. And he came out swinging on this issue of immigration, saying that Americans should not be labeled racist by Democrats like Tim Ryan, simply because they believe in national sovereignty and borders. It's pretty simple. They had another debate yesterday evening, the Senate debate for Ohio. Ryan, as you know, this really amazes me. The Democrats and the leftists come up with these really radical ideas. And then they try to blame Republicans and say these are ideas that came from Republicans. Like the Great Replacement Theory. This is a leftist concept, ladies and gentlemen. This is not something that Republicans came up with. Vance responding by blasting Ryan on the issue of national sovereignty, saying Americans should be able to support borders without being labeled racist. You can believe in a border without being a racist. You can believe in the country without being a racist. And it shows how desperate this guy is for political power. You've been in office twenty years. It's a sweet gig. But you're so desperate not to have a real job, you'll slander me and slander my family. It's disgraceful. Good for him. Vance also called out Ryan for his support of amnesty for illegal aliens. Accusing him of paying lip service to Americans on the issue of illegal immigration. There is nearly two decades in Congress, which is part of the problem. Two decades! You cannot honestly pretend to be a defender of border security. When you voted for amnesty multiple times in Congress, you cannot pretend to be a defender of border security when you voted against border wall funding. Hopefully, this is a message that will get some traction in the state of Ohio, my, the state of my birth. Hopefully, they come through on Election Day and we see a bold person like J.D. Vance. Who understands regular people. It would be great to see him prevail in that particular contest. Here's a shocker for you. I think this is amazing. I told you we've got kind of a panoramic view of what's happening in America. People are waking up. One of the things that I very much believe in now. I believe it's really important. Let's stay on message. Talking about the economy. And let these issues of the economy with inflation, with high gas prices, energy supplies, let all this marinate, folks. Let it marinate. Don't go off on any other tangents. Let's stay on this issue. So how bad is it? Let me give you an example. Breitbart's reporting that Jim Schultz, the Republican candidate for attorney general in Minnesota is now tied with Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison. Remember him? Former member of Congress? MinnPost put out a poll indicating they are tied at 47% among Minnesota voters. There are 5% in the undecided category. 5%. And they're tied. Minnesota, ladies and gentlemen. The undecided voters lean Democrat and plan to vote blue and other statewide races. A pollster is warning the undecided demographic could be a bad sign for Ellison as the incumbent attorney general. Said it, it's not good news for Ellison. The people who remain undecided are leaning pretty significantly towards Democrats in the other elections. But the downside of that is he's an incumbent. Well-known figure in the state, if he hasn't won them over already, it may be too late to win them over now. Boy, this would be quite, quite an amazing development. This could be an interesting election night, ladies and gentlemen, with a lot of surprises. Coming up, we will talk about Georgia, and this one will give you a few laughs. A woman who just lies, lies, lies. Also, Transformation Tuesday, straight ahead. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. From the heart of the Carolinas, a voice in the wilderness, a thought-provoking broadcast in a world of ignorant nonsense. But some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. This is the Vince Coakley Radio Program. No oh boy. It's interesting reading this text line. Oh, boy. <laughs> good morning, Vince. What are Republicans offering as a counter for the inflation? I hear arguments against it. Running against the high cost as well. But what are they offering as a solution? That's a very good question. Very, very good question. I really believe you and others are setting Trump voters up for another fail. You keep regurgitating national articles to reinforce your listeners' thinking. Almost like you guys were celebrating the size of Trump crowds before the last election. Look how that turned out. You didn't hear me talking about that. You're talking about the wrong program here. Venture caller this last hour addressed one of my deep concerns. You hit it on the head when you said elections need to stay on election day. This is really not complicated. I was listening to Steve Harvey on his radio show this morning. He just went on and on and on how voter suppression is rampant here in America. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Encouraging blacks to vote Democrat to vote for Stacey Abrams. I'm black and I have many friends that are black. Not one time in my life have I had an issue not being able to vote if I chose to, nor have any of my black friends. Where does this crap even come from? This is one of the many reasons that I left the Democrat Party. Good for you. It's just fear. Fear, 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 fear. Interesting. <sighs> Someone doesn't have to worry so much about an election. Just send a text in. I hope she's okay with me sending, sharing this with you. In terms of what to run on, solid energy policy, domestic production, a secure border, and a secure nation. And addressing supply chain issues. Who sent this text? Maybe I should see if you can guess. What member of Congress will be listening to this broadcast? And sent this text in. (laughs) Um, I'll just tell you. Reliably conservative. And one of my favorite people in Congress. No question about it. I'm going to see if you can guess. If not, I will tell you a little bit later on. Did you know if Herschel Walker was not black, he would not be there? He needs a college degree. Um, Herschel Walker needs more than a college degree. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not dissing the guy. I want to be very clear about that. I, I like Herschel Walker. I'd love to meet him. I'd love to talk with him. I'd love to consult with his campaign. I'd love to consult with him as a human being. Nonetheless. <laughs> texters figured out who the secret texter is. Not really a secret, none other than Congressman Jeff Duncan, who uh, I wish there were many more like him. It's a shame we don't have more reliably conservative members of Congress like uh, Jeff Duncan in South Carolina. Uh, someone mentioned uh, Stacey Abrams, and I want to get quickly to her have you ever seen the media prop somebody up who is so vapid it, it just blows my mind this woman not only did she lose she's a liar this woman is not very smart see this is one of my pet peeves about the mainstream news media they love to prop up not very smart black people as examples for us, like I'm supposed to rally behind her because she's some sort of special black person. She's not. I could go and and I'm not being rude about this. I could walk into the state of Georgia right now, and I can just find a random black woman, and I guarantee you, she would be smarter than Stacey Abrams. This woman's dumber than a box of rocks. She really is. But her stupidity is really outpaced by her dishonesty. Before I go into some audio on this subject, one of the other frustrations I have is how much the media assisted Stacey Abrams in her lie. And they didn't challenge her lie over and over and over again. You know how they keep calling this thing with 2020 the big lie? They never did that with Stacey Abrams. She went around forever complaining she had the election stolen from her. You've heard it. Over and over again. So, I want to go to some audio. Let's start here. This is what Stacey Abrams said last night. About the election. This is the lie she told just last night during her debate with Brian Kemp. Let's listen to this very short lie. Stacey Abrams. Yeah, Ms. Abrams, in 2018, you didn't concede defeat to Governor Kemp, and you talked to systemic problems with the state's election system. This election, do you commit to accept the outcome of the vote, regardless of what it chose? And do you stand by your use of words like rigged four years ago to describe the state's election system? In 2018, I began my speech on November 16th, acknowledging that Governor Kemp had won the election. Oh, my gosh. That is a lie. A freaking lie and not only did she do that <laughs> last night it amazes me that they didn't call her out on this I found five minutes of audio of this woman going on and on about this stolen election now I figured you probably didn't want to hear five minutes of this you're gonna hear just about a minute a minute plus here's Stacy Abrams after the election where she claims oh I said that he won you listen for yourself here's a little over a minute of her complaining about the election being stolen from her listen up
1: I do have one very affirmative statement to make we
0: won but I didn't lose I got the votes but we won't know exactly how many because
2: of how they cheated I did win my election I just didn't get to have the job we were robbed of an election. She's Using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I,
1: I don't, because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election, and I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters of the Georgia. In fact, someone outside asked if I'm ever going to concede, the answer is no. This is not a speech
0: of concession. Because concession needs to acknowledge an action is right, true, or proper, and I will not concede because the erosion of our democracy is not right. People like this man, they're
2: going to steal your election. It was not a free and fair election. I think the election was stolen from the people of Georgia.
0: This is unbelievable, and they let her get away with this lie last night. This woman is a liar. God forbid that she would become governor. Or even dog catcher. I wouldn't trust my dog with her. Stay with us. Vince, I heard a Stacey Abrams ad claiming Governor Kemp is the leading cause of death in black women in his state with his abortion laws, all while keeping formula from black women and making them have babies. (laughs) My gosh. Abrams needs a a job cleaning toilets at Walmart. Oh, my goodness. Vince, you should not insult the Box of Rocks by comparing them to Stacey Abrams. I had walls in the old trailer I used to live in that were smarter than her. They were also more appealing to look at, to say the least. Jeff, you should be ashamed. Not very smart. Stacey Abrams graduated top in her class from Yale Law. You may not like her, but very, very, very smart. I really don't care where she graduated and what kind of degree. This, In fact, if anything, that tells me what's wrong with these educational institutions. If they're turning out people like her, It's not an advertisement for Yale Law. I'll tell you that much for sure. She's just not bright. And you can... I don't care how long you put somebody to the college. And and let me make very clear. person's black, white, I don't care. I've seen some pretty stupid Ivy League people. I mean, come on. Can we get serious? Who the hell has driven this country into the toilet the past few years? But Ivy League graduates... Have you thought about that, ladies and gentlemen? This is what we need to consider. Being credentialed does not make a person smart. Not at all. Not in the least bit.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Vince, I received a link. The Georgia governor's debate was in progress, so I watched for a few minutes. One overall takeaway. The best person for the governor of Georgia, Shane Hazel, libertarian candidate. He'll likely not win because of a label. This guy had an R in front of his name. He'd have given Kemp a run for his money and shown what the Republican Party should be. It's a shame labels mean so much these days. You never hear the message. I hear you. I certainly understand where you're coming from. <laughs> okay. Some interesting items here on the text line. They're going to start running ads next week about people like Vance and Brian Kemp saying things like, Trump's going to be the next Hitler. Trump was trying to steal the election. Yeah. This is how this stuff works. Gets more desperate by the moment. Brian Kemp looked pretty solid. And what he communicated was simply the record that he has. Going against the grain of the mainstream news media, against politicians, and our national government, which wanted to shut everything down during COVID. Brian Kemp was determined to keep his state going. And it benefited everybody, including minorities. Listen up.
1: Well, I would remind Georgians that the first part of my plan was keeping our state open for business and allowing all business people and working Georgians to work. When Stacey Abrams was criticizing me for doing that also pushing to get our kids back in the classroom. When again, Stacey Abrams was criticizing me for doing that. A lot of Georgians, including African Americans and other minorities cannot go to work if their kids are not in the classroom. We have the lowest unemployment rate in the country for African Americans. We also were named uh, the top, we're in the top 10 of the states for black entrepreneurship uh... in the state of georgia so our economy is incredible and we will continue to work with all of those entrepreneurs in the days ahead and working-class georgians because we are the ones that have been fighting for you when miss abrams was not we were giving tax refunds we were doing tax cuts we were suspending the gas tax to help you deal with forty-year high inflation when she was criticizing it's pretty simple stuff
0: i mean it's pretty hard to, against, to run against a record, whether that's good or bad. In this case, it's pretty solid. A very solid record for Brian Kemp. So we'll see how this plays out just a few weeks from now. I want to give you a reminder, and I, and I want to put out an appeal. Here's my appeal. I want you right now to plan to vote. Fewer within the sound of my voice. Now, early voting starts soon, if you can believe it. <laughs> Here's what you need to know. Here in North Carolina, early voting starts on the 20th. Do you know when that is? That's Thursday. Thursday, early voting starts October 20th through number, November 5th. So I want you to plan on voting. If possible, go ahead and vote early. Get it over with. And here's what I also want to encourage you to do. Please find other people who are like minded to vote with you. Encourage them to go to the polls. Don't just have views, just opinions. Those are worthless unless you put feet to those. Early voting starts on Thursday here in North Carolina. You can find the times and the locations pretty easily. In the state of South Carolina. Early voting starts on the 24th of October. Voting will be closed on October the 30th. That's a Sunday. And again, you can find the locations for the places that you can vote early. So I want you to make sure that you show up. And at the same time, you also get other people to show up as well. Let's not take anything for granted. Just because I've shared these things with you, I don't want you to assume, oh, it looks like things are going in our favor. You know, it does look good right now. But at the same time, we should take nothing for granted. Because it's always possible there's some shift who knows how many October surprises may be in store before the actual election day. So that's what I want to encourage you to do, especially for right now, starting here in North Carolina. Go ahead and make a plan. Go ahead and vote and have a conversation with people around you who are open, you know, because I think they're probably open and persuadable people around you. And again, this is not about for me. It's certainly not about a political party. This is about the future of the country. Still to come on the broadcast, we've—I uh, think we've covered all of the election stuff. I want to uh, share an item for Transformation Tuesday well a couple of items one dealing with your spiritual health the other other with your physical health and i have to acknowledge that part of this is preaching to the choir especially on the second item (laughs) i'll explain what i mean coming up stay with us I love this text. Jeff, a lot of wisdom here. I treat every election like my side is down by 1,000 votes and that my vote could be one of the critical ones that changes it. I do not pay one bit of attention to the polls, positive or negative. That's very wise. I want to address this texter, and I want to combine this text with another one. I'm really disappointed in you, Vince. Oftentimes, you ask why people say you get on blacks harder than you do any other minority or race of people. For that fact, because of what you just stated about Ms. Abrams, I don't agree with the politics. But at the same time, you would acknowledge all the bad in her, but won't give her her just due. In the fact, she did ignite young people, young black people, old black people to get out and vote. Have a blessed day. And here's why. You remember some days ago when Stacey Abrams made a comment about the fetal heartbeat? Do you remember that? I just have a hard time. I'm just being honest with you. I just have a hard time having a great deal of respect for a person's intelligence. It's just just like our new Supreme Court justice. I don't care what a million one things somebody could say about her, what wonderful accomplishments that she has supposedly done. The most important role she has now on the Supreme Court. I can't trust a single thing out of her because the woman's already politicized. She can't even tell me what a woman is. This is what I'm concerned about. And I would do this if she were black, if she were Hispanic, white, male, female, it doesn't matter. Because this has nothing to do, ultimately, with intelligence. But let me just put it this way. This is somebody who's willing to put their intelligence behind political ideology. And that I just can't respect. At all. I don't like it when, quote, my side does it. And I've been taking a beating for it for years. People still continue to, to be upset with me. Because I will not drink Kool-Aid of anybody. I refuse to surrender my intelligence and my integrity to some cause. So I hope that helps you understand where I'm coming from. You may still hold the same view. And I respect that. But come on a fetal heartbeat manufactured how in the world can you say something so profoundly stupid the only reason is you're given over to some political ideology so deeply that intelligence doesn't matter anymore I want to get to a very quick transformation Tuesday And maybe we'll have to save the other item for another time as usual this is from my good friend Steve Crosby how many times do we want results today and so much of what we see in the alleged Christian realm I had a conversation yesterday and Boy, I don't want to get too deeply into this. It's a friend of mine. We've been kind of on the same journey for years. Our journeys are a little bit different in, in the fact that I've, I'm thankful for the elders I have in my life. And, and they've helped me to keep the boat somewhat steady. This friend of mine has just been through it. Just one thing after another. Family, spiritual, everything. And it's, um, I get it. I fully get a whole lot of disappointment. Now, he's never believed in the gospel of prosperity or any of this stuff. But there are a lot of people promoting this, and it leads to a lot of disillusionment, disappointment. I call this one the test of time, because it's a reminder to all of us. That we may not ever see the fruit of our labor it may happen after we're dead here's what Steve posted I've had quite an amazing phenomena occur recently I wrote a book almost 25 years ago that blessed a few folks but was certainly not anything close to an economic success I lost thousands of dollars on the effort thousands I did not have at the time People who are the children and grandchildren of the folks who were my peers age-wise in the group I came out of 40 years ago have somehow discovered that book and it's being immensely helpful to them in the process of getting out of the same cultic group I was in 40 years ago. I'm getting emails of thankfulness from their children and their children's children for writing the book. Isn't this cool? Three generations later, an effort i consider pretty much useless instrumental in the rescue and healing of the grandchildren of the very people who were the source of unimaginable pain in my life almost destroying my family along the way we survived by the unfathomable grace of god though it did take me 6 years to recover from what was done to us i forgiven and forgotten years ago then out of nowhere the emails come <laughs> it's mind boggling to me in a couple of ways how our father can redeem unimaginable pain for his glory and the benefit of others 40 years down the line. Also, what an object lesson in rejecting every non cruciform measure of success that our culture, both civic and church incessantly rams down our throats. Wow. First off, God redeems second off, cruciform in other words it requires a death sometimes a death to some of the things that we really cherish so something to consider on this transformation tuesday stay with us this is the vince coakley radio program